0: The Philadelphia Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl in Arizona in two weeks. We've got the postgame show for you coming up right here on Locked On Eagles. The Eagles win the NFC Championship over the San Francisco 49ers 31-7. to You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. on Eagles, your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase and he's Gino Camilleri. Today's episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. PrizePix Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Lockdown. That's prizepix.com. Promo code Lockdown. Gino, I've been looking forward to doing this podcast with you since we started the show together in the 2018 offseason when the Eagles were reigning defending Super Bowl champions in Super Bowl 52. But me and you took over in June and we didn't really get to cover that whole Super Bowl run. And so 2018 was a a fun first run to the divisional round. In 2019, you win the division. And last year, you make the wild card round. But the fact that today, me and you finally, after five seasons together, get to talk about the Eagles heading back to the Super Bowl in Arizona is an absolute dream come true, man. It is just, it's been an emotional day. You know, to see the confetti raining down at the link when Dreams and Nightmares was playing, I absolutely lost it. I'm sure for you too, it was a roller coaster. But just like in 2017, the NFC title was more of a party than anything else. The nerves, they'll come in two weeks, but for now, we celebrate an incredible accomplishment and in just how far we've come since 2020.
1: It's funny, this franchise, man, and like you said, we start doing this right after they win a Super Bowl, and we're saying, oh, yeah, we're going back to back, man, right? Like, here we go. Nope, that's not how it went, and... Today, I, I really felt more like my early 2000s childhood self than I really did in 2017. And I felt a little bit of both emotions where it was like, this should be the expectation. Like Brian Dawkins looking in the eyes of Jeffrey Lurie after that game and right, like saying one more, that's what it is. I mean, everybody who lived those early 2000s years in the Jaws Super Bowl and went through that pain and suffering – and you never thought you would get there. and Now we're talking about potentially winning this trophy twice in the last five seasons. It's just a testament to anybody that you've ever walked by and said go birds to, and anybody that you caught a glance of on the highway, you gave them the horn because they had the eagles. Like That's what it's about, man. Like Knowing all of those people are feeling just as good as you and I are feeling, and anybody listening to this, it's just as much a party as it is a celebration of getting to this point through hard work. This is what it's about, man. Like, I asked you that question. Would you want to support any other team no. in this league? It, no. it, not if close. there was ever a question about it in your mind and you lived through today, not after being at that stadium oh, today, it's Gino.
0: it was so special to love this the, team. yeah, to be honest, that was one of the best days of my life being at that stadium today and to see that, look, it wasn't thirty eight to seven, like the NFC title in twenty seventeen, but thirty one to seven is. Almost identical. And that's the crazy part, Gino, is I just I sat down after the confetti fell and Jalen Hurts is on the stage with the Super Bowl 52 guys, right? Lane Johnson, Brandon Graham, uh, Jason Kelsey, and Fletcher Cox. I'm not sure if I, yeah, I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I repeat anybody there, but those big four, the OG squad. And I thought back to, you know, the run, how similar 2017 was in, in that way, and how far they've come and the, the obstacles they've had to overcome. You know, getting up to that title and now this championship. And at the same time, although it feels just like in 2017, where you're two years removed from this massive, what it seemed like a massive rebuild to suddenly become title contenders, to beat the number one defense to get to the Super Bowl. Now you got to beat an elite quarterback to win it all. There's so many similarities all the way down to the final score. At the same time, this time, you're going to the Super Bowl as not underdogs, but just as straight dogs. And I think that's what they showed today against San Francisco too. I mean, they bullied the number one defense. And to me, outside of the Eagles, maybe the best front seven in the league.
1: You will read about what happened with the quarterback situation of the Niners. And a lot of it was talked about early in the game. And I'm lucky that you were there, Lou, because the commentary would not let it go that Devontae Smith dropped that pass on third or fourth down. And there were a bunch of calls that went in the favor of the Eagles when in reality, it came down to a team being far superior in the trenches, playing much more sound, fundamental football, not turning the ball over multiple times, not taking boneheaded penalties late in a game, converting when they got into the red zone. The Philadelphia Eagles have done that all year long. Who have they beat? Everybody. They've beaten everybody in front of them, and it has gotten them to this point, to where they will be playing one of the best teams in the AFC right now. It's looking like the Chiefs, but it could very well be the Bengals. And what they win that game, and yet nobody is giving them their flowers. Give them their freaking flowers, man! To talk about the turnaround that this franchise has had in the last five years alone, Lou. After that Super Bowl season, we thought, we thought it was a window that we were going to get back to in the blink of an eye, and nope. That's and then not we how thought we works. were never going
0: to get back to it after. Tw- 2020. We thought it was going to take a decade to get back there. And yet again, it only takes two years. The fact that this improbable run, this improbable story is happening two times. The Eagles are the first team in NFL history to make two Super Bowls with completely different head coaches and quarterbacks. So this was expected. You were expected to make the finals this year because of how good you've been. But when you just zoom out and look at 2022 as a whole compared to where you were most teams, you know, we are, you know, my friend that was going to the game with me today, looked at me and said, we are spoiled. And when you think about it, you really are because how many other teams can this consistently bounce back from what seems like, again, daunting rebuilds to turn around and become contenders in just two years. Outside of the Eagles, who else has done that? There are so many teams that take five to ten years to ever get back. And the Eagles, they never do it. It's a testament to Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie and what they have done to get this team back to this stage. I, you know, It never really set in, being at that stadium the entire night, that this is a reality. And it feels like a dream, and
1: I, I don't want to wake up, man. I want to keep this going. I think you have to put them in the conversation, not in the New England Patriots conversation, but in the 21st century, teams that have utterly dominated when it has come to the playoffs. It's New England, everybody else, and Philadelphia is right in that Second tier with the Kansas cities, with the San Fran's who have went to multiple Super Bowls in this decade with those great team, the Baltimore's you talk about those teams that have found their way to maintain success in the 21st century through multiple different regimes through multiple quote unquote rebuilds. Yeah. That's why I don't really feel bad, and people could say whatever they want about it, but we know the reality. Howie Roseman was sitting in the back room of the Novacare complex when Chip Kelly came into that building back in 2013, yet he continued to grind every single day. Brandon Graham was drafted as a hand-in-the-dirt, four-down edge rusher, and the guy was playing outside backer for Chip Kelly and was written off as a bust and has come back to become arguably the comeback player of the year. And all of these guys who have had all of these things go wrong for them. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson even getting traded for a bag of chips and Hassan Riddick in his third different defensive coordinator scheme in the last three years. There's no reason that these guys shouldn't – be expected to be here and they shouldn't be rewarded with what they have done right. to get to this point and again, because it's so dominant, Lou. It's it's something yeah. we haven't seen. They've set so many different records and beaten so mm-hmm. many different markers and parameters that this is one of the best teams in franchise history and rightfully should be talked right. about as one of the best franchises yes. in all of the NFL.
0: Yeah. Big picture as a whole, what the Eagles have done these last two years comparatively speaking, throughout the history of the NFL is very improbable. What they've done over the last mm-hmm. six years to be so, so so consistent in such chaos is very improbable. But when you zoom in on this actual team, it shouldn't be a surprise at all that they're playing in the Super Bowl. And that's why I was so nervous about this game is because this feels like the greatest, most talented Eagles team in history, and it only should end in more confetti coming down and you getting a ring. And I think, you know, a reason that this team is so good and that the 2017 team was so good and why they've been able to be so good through all these different regimes is because of a consistent factor and it's trench play. And so we're going to get into that coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles because that was absolutely a key maybe the key reason that they won this football game and are now headed to Super Bowl 57 in just 2 weeks in Arizona. Guys, today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy. If you took the over today on the Eagles ground attack like Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell or you know you took the 49ers, you probably didn't win a lot of money with prize picks. Here's how it works. You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less in their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times, or I should say 25 times your money now on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch. Of course, the NFL, college football, the NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, down to disc. Golf and Euro basketball and cricket, all that and more. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over thirty states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with the promo code Lockdown. So if you deposit a hundred dollars, PrizePix will give you a hundred dollars. If you deposit fifty, PrizePix will give you fifty. Don't forget to enter that promo code Lockdown at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, also, to make to let you know, Lockdown's heading down to the Senior Bowl this week. I'll be down in Alabama, as will Gino, to get inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's next generation in college and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing all in one location. Subscribe to Lockdown NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m., but, Gino, we got, you know, it's not draft season yet for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're headed to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 in two weeks after a 31 7 win over the San Francisco 49ers. And we ended the first segment talking about how, through all these regime changes, you mentioned how outside of the New England Patriots, the Eagles are probably the most consistent winner of the 21st century. That's despite having four different head coaches Donovan McNabb at quarterback, Michael Vick, Kevin Cobb, Nick Foles you know Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, it's it wasn't nearly as consistent core-wise as the Patriots, but I think what has been consistent and what was consistent today as to why you won the NFC title is that they have always had elite trench play. Regardless of the regime, regardless of the roster, they've always had an elite offensive line and defensive line and man did the trench play show up against the 49ers today.
1: Jalen Hurts, you might be the bell of the ball, right? Yeah. Those guys in front of them, Lou. What they were able to do today, yet again, when the passing game wasn't going correctly, San Fran, far and away, the best defense this team has faced all year, Lou. I think that was evident by far. And, like it, every yard for that offense. It was a grind. Yeah. It. I mean, hats off. It to felt the like that. Yeah. For Going to what Jason Kelsey says all the time, being tougher, longer, and I mean, it started with them, right? Like. It fell right about right before halftime. They're like, we might not be able to pass this thing. We got to run this rock. And what did they do? Power, counter, trap, little outside zone, little inside zone. They leaned on their guys. They leaned on their big nasties. They leaned on Jordan Maialata, who's only the third player to man that left tackle position in the entire 21st century when you talk about starters. Trey Thomas, Jason Peters, Jordan Maialata. Lane Johnson has done exactly that at the right tackle position, which was manned by guys like Todd Harriman for the longest time, right? Lou, you talk about all these greats. That's where it started. That's where the identity in the map of winning championships came from. Investing in the offensive line, having dogs on the defensive line. That's why it felt so similar to those early 2000s teams, Lou, where you were just better than every other team when it came to the trench play. And Andy Reid, the guy who Howie Roseman was lucky enough to be around even for a short amount of time. And who we might be playing in the Super Bowl if they <laughs> Im- beat the Bengals. Exactly. Implemented those philosophies. Build from the inside out. What did the Eagles do tonight? They went in there. They put their trench line on the table. And like a kid who came into class after getting a new set of Pokemon cards, he put every little battle pack that you could imagine on there. And they went to town on a – Top defensive line, which has just as much depth, which has better linebackers filling those gaps for them. And they had how many rushing touchdowns today, Lou?
0: Four. Four rushing touchdowns, nearly 150 yards on the ground. Miles Sanders looked great. Kenneth Gainwell continues to shine in these postseasons, seasons uh, Kenneth these post-season games. Or yeah. I, I mean, mean, Gainwell, what are we going with? Honestly, no, that's a <laughs> – yeah, for sure. Boston Scott scores a touchdown, too, today. He scored. So did Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders has two. And that was surprising. It should be surprising that they won the strength-on-strength battle on the ground, but I thought they were going to have more success through the air than they did. I thought that was going to be their bread and butter and how they made it to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't. It was the run game. They just said, we don't care that you're maybe the best in the league at stopping this. We're the best at doing it, and we're just going to win this battle. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, Jason Kelsey Polling, Landon Dickerson, Jordan Myelata. Isaac Sayomalu, but how about, you know, Lane Johnson with such a painful injury goes up against one of, if not the best young edge rusher Dude, in he the re-tore NFL. His groin. Did you know he, that? Re- yeah, uh, exactly. He retore his groin and yet held Nick Bosa to no sacks. I don't believe a single pressure. I mean, this is a gladiator story. The run that Lane Johnson's on in these, in this postseason.
1: I think it's a, a testament to the mentality that the leadership that has been there, those guys that were on stage that weren't Jalen Hurts, the the five Super Bowl guys who will be toughest the longest. What made twenty seventeen so great, Lou? It yeah. wasn't you didn't have the luxury of being as healthy as you were now, but it was we're going to grind you out for sixty minutes each and every game, and we're going to get to what we do well. And it's so great that that twenty seventeen. NFC championship was Nick Foles just air raid to death. And then today was we're getting back to 1940s football, like those ugly jerseys that are hanging behind me in my studio here. We're going to play Steagles 1943 football (laughs) and just go power counter trap till the cows come home and look at what happened, Lou. You get up in the face of a defensive line player that loves to get after the quarterback, but he now has to go and fit the run every single play. That's not what they want to be doing. And the Eagles, they broke them mentally. The Niners, for once in a game, they broke. Man, that was a that was weird to see what happened. In oh, the brawl at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, that was strange. Hupanga yeah, taking that silly penalty on Jalen Hurts when he's rushing out of bounds. The Trent Williams situation. The Eagles were they were Green, better coached punching, today. Trying
0: to punch Kenneth yeah. Amos arm off when the whistle was already blown. The Eagles
1: were better coached. They did the little things well, and it comes down to doing what you just do better than everybody else right and I said on that Friday show that it's not going to come easy and they're going to have to run the football and look at what you had to do today you had to get back to what we said all season when things aren't going your way just run the damn ball and look at what happens man It's exactly what happened. And they had their vintage in the
0: second quarter and the third quarter, those vintage eight, nine minute drives where they just beat the life and the spirit out of the defense. I mean, the third quarter, they got the ball, I think with what, 10 minutes left and San Fran didn't get the ball back until two minutes to go because Mm -hmm. they were just running at will. And I think, you know, you look at the other side, it was as dominant of the performance when it comes to the Eagles defensive line. And I saw a couple 49ers reporters kind of talking about, well, you know, people are you know giving the Eagles their flowers, maybe unjustly. So they beat a team that couldn't even throw the football. The reason they couldn't throw the football is because the Eagles pass rush literally took out both of their quarterbacks. Brock Purdy got hurt because Hassan Riddick hits him on that strip sack the first drive. Then Josh Johnson comes in and then and Sue takes him out in the third quarter. So you got to give the Eagles credit for the Niners not being able to pass because they made sure they physically could not throw the football anymore. And it starts with Hassan Riddick, man, to see the elite run he's on three and a half sacks now in the playoffs, two sacks today in front of his hometown city, the first year that he comes back, you know. I think me and you knew the value of Hassan Riddick when they first signed him, and we even said he would be one of the big fish free agent signings that they could make. But you remember those two weeks after they signed Riddick? They didn't really do much, right? They signed Kazeer White and Zach Pascal, but people were kind of getting antsy. I don't think people really understood that the Eagles had made a massive move when they signed Riddick. They knew he was good, but even in Philadelphia, I don't know if people understood what they were getting. And I think he's the defensive player of the year. And he showed that
1: today. I don't think the NFL knew what Hassan Riddick. They still
0: don't. That's why he's not going to get the award.
1: No. And Lou, you're looking at what are they paying him per year? It's 15 million per year. over three years. If they signed him to a one-year deal, he more than likely is going to get around $25 million in free agency. And he deserves every penny. And he does. And you should pay him all the money that they have in Philadelphia, in my opinion. Every bank that there is, and give it to Hassan Riddick. And like you said, Lou, what do you want? The Eagles pass rushers to not go and do their job and not what is written in their contract description to quote-unquote rush the passer and create pressure and get to the quarterback and create fumbles. Cry me a river. Hassan Riddick has done it to multiple quarterbacks. It happens. It happens. Get over it. You got bullied for 60 minutes. You broke mentally. And the Philadelphia Eagles, no one likes us and we don't freaking care. The Eagles are going to a Super Bowl again, Lou, and I don't think anybody outside of Philly is happy for us. That's fine.
0: I I I love it. Literally, I could not care less about that (laughs) at all. Yeah, man, it was such a dominant performance from both lines. Not just Hassan Riddick, but, you know, Brandon Graham had some big wins against Trent Williams Mm -hmm. on third down. And you look at Javon Hargrave had a sack, and he nearly got an interception the following play. And I thought Jordan Davis had some Linval Joseph scooping that ball up. Linval Joseph, yeah.
1: Is the biggest veteran play you could make in that moment. Playing to the whistle. If you were watching that game and you're a young football player, that's what your coaches mean when you play to the whistle. Until you hear that thing go, you play. He knew that that could have been a fumble, and look what happened. They pick it up. All of a sudden, you have multiple turnovers already into this football game. That's what happens. You create turnovers. You create pressure. Sacks come that's been the recipe. The and they Eagles just brought
0: ability- the energy, Gino, too, on defense. Oh, the toughness today. The, some of the hits that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was making in the open field. Avante Maddox with two huge hit stick-like plays as he returns to the field for the first time in a long time. The intensity that this defense brought, to. We talked about how the Eagles' offense felt like they had to earn every single yard, but it felt the same on the opposite end, too. And the 49ers, even with their quarterback situation today, they've got some incredible weapons, and they really couldn't get anything going because of the intensity this Eagles' defense brought. And again, that's why the two quarterbacks got hurt. So you have to give the Eagles credit for that.
1: You have They were flying around, Lou, and they had to do that in Philadelphia in front of that crowd and set the tone. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is exactly who – Everybody wanted to replace the honorary captain for the Philadelphia Eagles tonight, the guy who lifted the NFC trophy before anybody, Brian Dawkins. It came from that mentality, Lou, and the LG Crumpler hit in 2004 to finally get them back to the Super Bowl after nearly 25 seasons. And what did it take once again today, Lou? I bet Jim Johnson is happier than eight. Pig in S-H-I-T, as the old saying goes, looking down on what played out in Lincoln Financial Field tonight, Lou. I, I felt like we were watching old school Eagles football. You can't throw on them. You can't run on them. And they just fly to the football. That, through and through, couldn't have been a more forf- fulfilling game, in my opinion, to how they got through that game. Things weren't going the way that you had expected. Even when you're up seven nothing and a backup quarterback comes in and all of a sudden you're tied seven seven. That people yeah. are like, Oh, is this yep. two thousand and two all over again? But once again, you have to get back. This this is the twenty twenty two Eagles. They've they've yep. proved us right in so many different ways by proving us wrong. And not wrong. following yeah, in right. the ghost of Eagles past, the ghost for of sure. Eagles lore, which we have lauded for so long. This is a, a different team, man. It's special, and I'm so happy for J- Jalen Hurts, man. Like we, I'll never be. I the told, stories I told, we're going to do friend. this summer are going to be awesome. On this, yep. Day.
0: I will never be more wrong about anything in my life. As wrong as I was about Jalen Hurts, and I'm so happy that that's the case because he's a 24 year old quarterback that's taking the Eagles to a Super Bowl, and I don't think there's any end in sight with this run for sure. That's the thing is you got to capitalize on this season because I think they're the most talented roster in franchise history, but the future looks bright as well. Do you know though we're going to continue to talk about this NFC title win coming up in our final segment right here on the Lockdown Eagles Podcast? 31 to seven, the Eagles take it in the NFC title over the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Well, Lou, the next game on the Eagles schedule is the Super Bowl. That's funny that we are talking about that once again for the second time in five years and for the first time this week. And this is the first official week. FanDuel is the official sports book of the Locked On Eagles and Locked On Podcast Network. It is the number one sports book in all of America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports easy and fun. Download FanDuel today, and you could bet the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 that is, with a no-sweat first bet. What does that mean? You'll get $3,000 back in bonus bets. Can't even believe that's real. If your first bet doesn't win, FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spread to who will score a touchdown. We did that today with LOE3. If you rode with us again, hammered that Eagles money line, hammered that Jalen Hurts. Anytime touchdown scorer, Miles Sanders over yards. We were killing it once again. Download the FanDuel app today. Go to fanduel.com slash lockdown to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment with FanDuel the official sports book of the NFL and the Lockdown Podcast Network.
0: The Philadelphia Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl. Everybody, this is the Lockdown Eagles post game show. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. Thirty-one to seven, the final score. Not thirty-eight to seven like in 2017, but damn near close. And the, you know the stories, the similarities are so incredible. But as I mentioned, Gino, this team's not an underdog. They're just a, a straight dog, and it's going to be such an incredible next two weeks as the Eagles get ready for Arizona. The Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be the opponent right now when we're recording. It's 13 to 6 Chiefs. So maybe it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but regardless of the fact of who wins and our listeners will know by the time I'm sure they're listening to this podcast, regardless it's going they're going to earn this title, man. They took they earned every yard against the number 1 defense against San Francisco and next up you got to play
1: two of maybe the
0: two best quarterbacks in the league right now, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow.
1: And the Eagles still wouldn't have beaten anybody at that point once they go and beat either of <laughs> right. those two. And I, I right. don't know what we're going to even say when they raise the Super Bowl trophy when that happens. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Would, this would be the biggest, the worst team to ever win a Super Bowl, in my opinion. No, I, I in reality, Lou, this team is so freaking talented. They're so well coached. And you talk about all the little things that just begrudged them throughout the season and the injuries and stupid, untimely penalties and not being able to stay on the field. Today and against the Giants, it felt like all of those wrongs have just been kind of righted. And yeah, it wasn't pretty, but has anything in Philadelphia ever been pretty? Has any win ever been beautiful? Yeah, Gino,
0: I would say this is the ugliest 31 to 7 win of all time. Style points for sure. But I think we knew heading into this game, we kept making the point that these are the two best rosters the NFL has to offer. So the fact that it, you know, they had to earn every single one of those 31 points really isn't a surprise to me. No, not at
1: all. And we said the recipe was having an offense that could score 30 plus points and a defense that could hold you to sub 20. Well, they don't even need to hold you to sub 20 because they're holding you to sub 10. And this Eagles team for the second straight playoff game has scored 30 plus points and they know what they can do well and they know what they do well when it isn't working, they can go and do something else very well like they did today. Last week against the Giants, you needed to get things cooking in the air. Devontae Smith, Dale Scotter have good games. Well, today, outside of a couple spot moments, you couldn't really throw this football at all. But what do you do? You lean on the back of what got you there in the first place, being tougher, being more physical, being more athletic, where it matters, in the trenches. But, Lou, we have to. Have to talk about Jalen Hurts and talk about all these great quarterbacks, the young ones that yeah. high draft picks, the Tuas and Joe Burrow potentially fighting for his second Super Bowl, and Josh Allen hasn't gotten to this point yet. And when is Jalen going to be in that conversation? Because after today, uh, man, I think it, he's like, got he's got to be, be right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I it, the fact that. Jalen Hurts, again, seeing him with that conference champion hat on and the shirt still is unbelievable. When you look at how many people, including myself on this show, doubted that he could ever become this kind of player. And I think the Eagles themselves doubted it. I think that's why they have a top 10 pick with the Saints is because they wanted a backup plan and they snuffed. They snuck around and, you know, we're talking about maybe Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz in 2021 and maybe even Zach Wilson. Who knows? The Eagles have definitely had a certain amount of belief in Jalen Hurts, but I don't even think they imagined that he could do this. But Jalen Hurts always knew he could. And it's just the amount of pressure that this kid had on his shoulders playing in this market. First off, is hard enough with everybody doubting him to make this kind of leap at 24 years old is just such an awesome story to see where, you know, he's in the Super Bowl Now the last time he was in a title game, he gets benched for Tua to see how far he's come, even from not just in the NFL and the doubters here, but even in college, it's just such an awesome underdog Philly type of story. And it makes so much sense that he's the guy for, for this
1: team. There's nobody built more for this franchise. I, I went into this game and my nerves were all game. They were just there. But I, I made that comment last week about Daniel Jones. When you just looked into his eye, like, could you ever feel confident trusting that guy to to run your team? And when they just kept showing Jalen and it's like, this kid is so comic. Cool. Why am I nervous? If the kid playing quarterback. He's has got to play. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that's got to play. And he seems to be just like he's out sitting in a lazy river, having a nice little cocktail. This is just fun for him. And he's just playing the game that his dad taught him growing up and he played for his dad in high school. And the the big moments have never been too big for Jalen Hurts. And we'll eat all that crow, man. Like everybody should eat crow on this kid. I think we need to put more stock into what is between the ears of a kid at quarterback rather than what they might not be able to do because what Jalen Hurts has put on display all season is that when you focus on the good things, the things that yep. a team or a person or an individual does well, it'll take you light years farther than trying to put down what they do bad because this Eagles team, were they perfect all season long? Were they perfect in this game? Absolutely not. But what they've done better than every other team in this National Football League is gotten the best out of what they know their players can do, what their coaching staff trusts their players to do, and what these guys trust 10 other guys on the field around them to be doing at any given time. They have bought in and there's not a better feeling than a team that buys in and wins it for their guys around them.
0: And Jalen Hurts gave credit to this fan base too for showing up at Lincoln Financial Field. And I'll tell you what, you know, I, I don't think that was the peak moment for me going to a live sporting event. I don't think I'll ever go to something like that again. The energy, the noise level in that stadium, it was Incredible. It was one of the coolest things that I've ever been a part of. And, you know, I hope that everybody, everybody right now, as we're recording the show, is celebrating in Broad Street. It is for miles down the road, packed with Eagles fans. I hope we can do it in two weeks again and hoist the Lombardi for the second time in six seasons. And we've got you covered right here on Locked on Eagles. All throughout this week, we're going to be in Alabama for the Senior Bowl. We're going to talk some draft. We're going to talk so many different Super Bowl stories the week after as well, leading up to the big game. If it's the Chiefs or Bengals, who knows, but the Eagles are going to have to bring it. We've got you covered right here on Locked on Eagles. Subscribe to the podcast on all platforms and on YouTube as well. The Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl. Gino, any final thoughts before uh, we, we take
1: off here? I'm just glad that we support this team. And I I think back to those days, like you said, you were bawling your eyes out in the stadium. I remember sitting in my bed as a kid, just crying in my green and white bedroom that the Eagles, they they lay another stinker in this game. And I remember the Deshaun Jackson bobble catch in that 2008 NFC championship. And you're like, you can taste it. You could feel it. It's right there. Yeah, You always wondered what these moments would feel like. What would they feel like in, to Doug Peterson's point of this is the new norm. Like I want this all the time. And you
0: know, the feeling never disappoints, even if it is the new norm. I didn't think I was going to get emotional, but when they played dreams and nightmares and you saw the confetti fall. And when I saw the big five on that stage, definitely lost it a bit. And just even I was looking for, a. there's just been so many things that feel scripted. I was even just, I wanted a piece of confetti and didn't think we could find one. We're walking down from our seats and one lands right in front of me. It was just, Man, it was uh, such a special night for everybody, not just in Philadelphia, but around the world. You know, I I met our boy Tony today from Scotland who flew over to watch the game and you know Eagles fans they travel and they exist across the big blue marble so hopefully we can all celebrate together again in a championship way in two weeks this is the Lockdown Eagles post game show the Eagles are headed to the Super Bowl 31 to 7 the final score over the San Francisco 49ers thanks for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen every day make sure you also subscribe to the Lockdown NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game to game episodes, but there's only one more game in two weeks, locked on NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get your shows for Gino Camilleri. I'm Lou DiBiase. All right, get out there, go party, celebrate the Eagles heading to the Super Bowl. as always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening and
1: let's go birds. Cheers to you. Eagles fans go enjoy this fly. Eagles fly.